Cowabunga dudes! Uh, hey there, it's Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you are listening to Grail Hunters Australia podcast with my friends Neville, Ben, and Michael. It's awesome. It's gonna be the best show ever! <laughs> hey guys, plank theory. Absolutely, find structure constant. <laughs> hello, hello Neville. Hello, hello. Leon. Can we hello. call you that? Most people call you Leon, but can we call you Leon instead? Oh, you can call me whatever you want. It's all yeah, good. well, that, that's why we get along so well. You can call him whatever you want if you slip him a twenty. <laughs> anyway, yeah. hello, about- welcome to a new episode. Puss. <laughs> <laughs> you wind that you wind that up like uh, Nicholas Cage winds up. Nicholas, <laughs> who posted who posted that the other day? A South amazing. African about to say puss. <laughs> <laughs> That'll give you two muscles to go. You anyway, just had to teach him that anyway, as his first word. We are <laughs> we are here. We are recording. Welcome. Uh, we've got a guest today, Leon Fisher. Bashirs. New, new to new to collecting, right? But uh, mm-hmm. technically, already not more knowledgeable than Mike Speakman. That's great. <laughs> we, can say, we can say that he's not on here tonight. It's not, he's a, not here. He's not here to defend himself. That's also not hard and, to achieve. And he's quite short. He's quite short, and his his, his wardrobe is questionable. Yeah. <laughs> I um, um, played on his Twitch stream the other night and um first time playing the game that he streams and um well he sucks i had to save him three <laughs> times in my first round so <laughs> keep practicing mike <laughs> but it's like it's like taking mike out on the night on town right you resuscitate him three three times before you put him on a tram <laughs> yes but, but you, you get a comic out of that tram right uh, just like the well, airplane right at least we'll know if he's listening to this. We'll get some mean text messages. It's great. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, welcome to welcome to the episode, Leon. Um, I think Thank in concept, you. this is a great idea um, for people listening. The other three people, um, Leon went through about <laughs> about 50, 50 of our episodes in two weeks, which is awesome. And um, one thing that you brought up was technically a lot of things we talk about. Um, we assume people have a common understanding or a background in what we're discussing, whereas somebody new to the industry might have questions or don't know where to start. And and um, it's a good gateway to getting you onto the podcast to say, let's step it back a bit and ask some questions, right? Give, give the newbies a chance. You know? yeah. But at the same time... Hey, hey, let me just warn you though, Leon... This podcast only has one room for one village idiot. Right? <laughs> we've been carrying taken, my friend. We've been carrying yes. Ben for fifty episodes. Not going to change. Fair enough. No, no. See, I'm, I'm actually here to progress in this hobby and interest. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. And so... also, also, Ben technically owns twice as many comics as you, so that's already. Yes, I was going to say. I was going to say. Unlike myself, he follows your advice, Neville. And, and hey, talk about that. It. Talk about that, right? So let's call this yeah. part one of uh, two parts, all right? But talk about following my advice, Leon. How many comics have you bought over the past year? Um, I just did a count. I've got about thirty. 30. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
excluding the ones that live in your house permanently. Yeah, so let's let's discuss the ones that oh, live in my house. Oh, you have those house. as well, do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for, for the ownership of said comics to be disputed based on like <laughs> time spent. Oh, I just block him on Facebook. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my first purchase was advice from you about what was it? Uh, probably about a year ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it popped up that there was a Fantastic Four Fifty Two available. Yeah, which first appearance of Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. And um, on your advice, purely blind buy, I went for it, and that was my first comic. Um, slabbed, I think it's a five point five. Yeah, five point five. I've held it. I've held it in my hands once. <laughs> <laughs> and now right, so. it's with the uh, the archivalist. <laughs> Mr. Howard, <laughs> the archivist, and the, I'm keeper the, curi- of the curator keeper of other people's things. That's it. That's it. You're like the collector from Guardians of the Galaxy, except yeah, yeah. it's comics. Yeah. Our comics. That's it. That's it. Yes. <laughs> um, I've got yeah, all Ben's comics here, except for his Barbie stuff, because that'll burn. <laughs> yeah. I've still got that here. Yeah, because people people love the joy of sending that to me directly. You see, it's so. <laughs> <laughs> they managed to, they're out yeah. at the moment for reasons yeah. unknown to myself but yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. Since, since then leon so as you uh your journey continued the next comic you got was ultimate fight 4 that's right great at yeah. 9.0 blue label no 9.8 no no it was originally <laughs> pre-grade was okay gotcha yeah, yeah or 9.4 yeah. it was a 9.4 or something okay it got bumped yeah it got bumped up a bit yeah so we ended so, up so we ended up sending it into cgc ben uh they cleaned it up got a double sign and it came back in 9.8 but wow wow Miles so i okay okay so what what are we talking here 5k at the moment is it that much for... uh, it's probably about four four and a bit for double signature on a 9.8 yeah Yep, and three, and, three and, and a half US, I think. Yeah, that's yep, it. yep. Uh, well, that's five five k. Oh, yeah, easily, yeah. Um, yes. And, and I checked and today. What I was checked... your investment in it? About a grand, one point two, one point three. Yeah, yeah. Australian. Yeah. You see, you know what sucks about this shit, man? Is that <laughs> I. <laughs> he's, been been here for he's been here for fifty like... episodes and he hasn't done it. <laughs> it's just like, all right. So I, I'm heavily invested in a in a, a brachytherapy treatment for cancer, and I'm getting absolutely pantsed. <laughs> and you buy a book that people read, there's <laughs> pretty drawings in it, and clean up. Yeah. There's no justice in this world. No, I know, I do, I know, I know. But I look, I think you know, there's like some sort of karma. Like, let's do something right for the universe. Yeah. Let's let's try and let's try and cure Maybe it. Maybe you, you know what? You're going to wake up one morning and it's paying off, right? It's not like the mm. comics where it's a bit of a slog. I mean, we have to sit and watch yeah. the watch the incremental growth on a daily basis, where yours will just go from zero to hundred, right? Yeah, it'll yeah, happen. yeah. It happens. It, it, look, I hope so. I hope yeah. so. I hope yeah. so for all of sufferers of this insidious disease as well. Yes. And um, for yourself. But no, that's, <laughs> yes. No, but, no selfish motivation here, let me tell you. Yeah. So, I, mean so, it, I mean it purely for the karma. Yeah. So going back to Ultimate Fallout uh, 4, the, mm-hmm. I, I checked it out on the CGC census. There's only 140 in the world that is 9.8 with a signature on of any kind. 
And yeah. I think that's that's the level of rarity you want because everybody's like, oh yeah, but Ultimate Fallout 4 is common as a hen's teeth and blah, blah, blah. Because I think there's 13,000 graded. There's a little bit more graded of that than Hulk 181. So in context, they should be lesser valued because they're more common. And the the peak of the grade is tends to be between 9 and 9.8 because people don't grade anything if they see yeah. visible defects on a modern comic, right? Um, and yours has got a pretty cellulose com uh, cover as well, doesn't it? Yeah, not, yet, not that one. That one, I still want to get that one. Cricket, that nice rare one. You fucking do. You do. And we'll we'll both take turns at lashing you with a, uh, a, it's a, a slice already, of hippo I've, skin. I've, I've already ordered it. It's on the way to Neville's US mailbox. <laughs> That's it. Now we got to videotape the delivery of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. the pregnant pause as if you fuckers don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Talking about comedic timing. We've, Let's uh, just pause for a while and go, what the fuck is Ben talking about? Yeah, no, I'm talking about the shit that we're talking about last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Of course. Please catch up. I think yeah. we've all just kind of blocked that shit out of our heads. <laughs> Evidently, they haven't. They didn't go ahead with the next weekend's launch because they were supposed to launch two more books. And after yeah. Marvel came out saying they shouldn't be doing anything post-manufacture um, and the backlash from the community, they ended up fucking... Oh, not, fuck. Not Does really that mean we have, to we have to scrap our Grail Hunters edition of <laughs> <laughs> reprints? Fucking hell, I'm man. pushing oh, ahead. Oh. I'm pushing ahead. <laughs> obviously, obviously, infamy counts in your favor. So we do what the oh, fuck can we, we do want. it? Can we do it? Let's let's do it. Like 10 copies, but the, the cellulose is just a big dick and balls. <laughs> big, big shaft. It's a juicy airy balls. A big white splatter across the cup. <laughs> somebody, somebody took the ultimate Fallout Four one and actually superimposed the Stanley signature in like red, white, and blue, <laughs> which wow. is funny. It's like, yeah, mm. you'll get, what you'll, next? you'll get fucking bootleg, okay. bootlegs. <laughs> so we're on, we're on comic two. So there's obviously another twenty-eight that happened since then. that yes. in a year. That must be pretty, pretty steady. There's a pretty steady purchase of it. Is it like? Um, I think the benefit of Leander is like he's you you're a reader as well, right? So this not not all your thirty books are high end investment <laughs> no, type of no, books, no, no. right? Yeah, so okay. those two initial ones were just kind of investment purchases. I still haven't read the versions of it. So the first ones I bought to read was actually Darth Vader, the Darth Vader twenty fifteen series. Just yeah. because I've always loved Star Wars and, you're, and I think, yeah, you're well, a, you're a tracky fan. I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start with with Star Wars because, frankly, I don't actually know where else to start. Yeah, um, yeah. there are so many different characters and so many different series for the different characters. I didn't have a clue. Oh. Yeah, and I saw Darth Vader at um, the Yarraville Market, the the comics market and comics and toy fair mm. and i just took it and said well i'm starting there as well start so. there yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but but the nice thing about that is is that you're not kind of inventing an interest in star trek just or star wars just because you were there um yeah. i mean i've known you for 14 going on 15 years and um you've always loved Way star wars right so <laughs> yeah. so the adding the comics to the interest is just another layer of star wars for you right yes exactly whereas um, me after yeah. 30 years, I own five Star Wars comics. 
Yeah. yeah. Soon, soon to be full. Yeah, soon to be full. I'm still hassling you. Uh, there's some some negotiation going on, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. No, that's that's cool. I, I think you know that's at the very heart of it. We've talked about it many many times. Is that there's a whole this investment side of it. And honestly, if we'd all followed Neville's advice, we'd probably be quite well off. But for me, there needs to be an edge to that. There needs to be an interest in it as well. You know yeah. what I mean? So you can. You can yeah. you can actually indulge in in something that you enjoy, yeah. like um, like 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 Star Wars for me, um, is obviously there, but mine's mine's more nostalgic because it's 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 to do with the tactile things that I handled when I was like eight years old, you know, like uh the twelve inch Luke Skywalker and all of that type of stuff, you know, because. Yeah there's a part of it that's just about reminiscing your youth and, 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 and like acquiring the things that you always lusted after when you were younger, but never had the uh, the means to purchase. Mm. Um, All the shit that you loved and somehow it lost. lost That that actually reminds me, that reminds me in a previous episode, Nev, I think you mentioned it when you guys were talking about uh, collectibles and toys and things, you mentioned biker mice from Mars. Yeah. And I had Vinny from Biker Mice Mars. I think that was Speakman, yeah, because he's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I am definitely going to go look for that at some point. And that kind of just reminded me. And I think it's, it's like your mom's said, garage. Ben, yep. <laughs> no, no, that's long gone, though. But it, yeah. it, it just brings back those memories of yeah. like lying on the carpet, okay. playing with Vinny and mm. crashing him into all the other mm. GI Joes and things that I had. So uh, yeah. I definitely yeah, harder, right? <laughs> What's hard, what's harder is if your parents were ultimate cheapskates, right? So <laughs> so you have to you have to you have to track down obscure knockoffs from the eighties and seventies. You know, like stars. I love that shit. And we got I think it's stars, S T A R Z or something, was this line of toys that we just uh, you know, uh, dad went away on a business trip and he bought this shit back and was so happy that we got this knockoff crap. But finding that is quite challenging, you know what I mean? As opposed to the actual, you know, Kenner stuff and all of that. Yeah, type of yeah, yeah. The knockoffs have become yeah, more and we, because uh, they're scarce. Yeah, and, and we, we grew up in South Africa, right, where you go to Pick and Pay, which is like your Woolies or Coles or whatever, and they'd mm-hmm. have their little toy section. Every now and then there's action figures, but... 50 or 60% of the time, it won't be the Motu or the, 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 the actual license stuff. It'll be the knockoffs they get from somewhere yeah. else. So you watch the yep. cartoon, you're like, this guy looks kind of like He-Man when you squint. <laughs> there was one called like Universal Warriors and shit like that. They were all a little bit smaller, mm. but they had the same mm. stance and same proportion. You ended up buying mm. it because you didn't get mm. the rest, right? Um, yeah. But then as yeah. you grow older and you're our age, you end up, end up spending fucking hundreds of bucks on toys just to regain that and um, get that feeling mm. back. But it goes for comics too, man. I'm literally sitting here purely by chance next to this comic. I've never collected Spectacular Spider-Man. This is issue 189. And the reason I ended up buying this is it's still at the poster and I had this poster on my wall as a kid. Check it out. <laughs> nice. And oh, sweet. For, for no other reason than that, the book's probably be a, maybe a grade at seven. It's worth seven or eight bucks. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to buy it because I love the poster. I'm not going to stick yeah. it on my wall, but I just want to have the poster again. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I think um, when, you, yeah. when you collect for so many purposes, you always find yeah. shit. It makes you happy, right? I, I, I need, we need to do a study on how many collectors were actually breastfed as children. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm going to put a poll out. I'm going to put a poll out on Grey Lanterns now. Yes. 
<laughs> and I, could, I could probably see somebody will be like, as children? Bitchy. Mummy, bitchy. No, that's no, cool. That. So, look, Leon, welcome to the podcast. That's a, probably a longer intro than we expected. But the purpose of having you here, obviously, is um, to ask questions around comics mm. and collecting and stuff that we might not have addressed. But before we get there, another thing that you didn't expect. If you had to pitch our podcast to somebody who does, has never heard about it, what would you say? If you had to what tell somebody, if you if you had to tell somebody, I just listened to fifty episodes of a podcast in two weeks, and they ask you what's it about, <laughs> would you just say comics, um, comics and shit? A rollicking or? tale of three, three, <laughs> three semi-drunk or hungover bastards <laughs> talking shit. <laughs> And yep. throwing in a few comic references. <laughs> Every now and then something about comics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would pretty much sum it up. Oh, and they drink way too much. So oh, yeah, it's a it's a school night and here I am sucking mm. down my <laughs> yeah, juice. That's it's it's our fault, right? It's our fault. It's mm. our fault. Mm. All right, man. Bring it on, bring the question out. Mm. I'm typing yep. Ben's question on Grail Lunches as we speak. I mean, I, I guess in a way, uh, it was slightly easier for me or is slightly easier for me because I have a pocket Neville that I can hit up whenever I want to ask a question or find out something about comics. Mm. Um, and half the time, we just talk about it when we hang out anyway. So I get my information via you for free. But yeah, I was thinking... Fed, if you, force fed, like when yeah. I play new music and you're like... <laughs> I never pull that face. <laughs> 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 uh, but I, I thought to myself, you know, what if someone doesn't have a pocket Neville to, to dial or message every time? And how do you actually, when you decide you're going to venture into this comic world, it is vast. You know, mm. most people know DC and Marvel but then there's image and dark horse and it all kind of spread out. And then you've got all your different characters and all their spin-offs. And I think the everyday person will only know the mainstream ones from the movies. Yeah. So where do you actually begin? Um, how do you decide what's the strategy would you say in finding sort of your main characters to start collecting? I guess. Or main stories. How do you break it up? You can't yeah. really say because each person will have their own yeah, sort of likes yeah. and dislikes. I, I, I you don't. You shouldn't even comment on this, Neville, because you have been <laughs> in it for so long that you haven't. You've you've lost the ability to see from the outside. <laughs> okay, you, you answer this. You answer this because you should be answering because you haven't started uh, collecting. <laughs> Well, I have, but I have though. I've got my. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I've got, got my Rank Xerox T-shirt. Yeah, I've and you've got, got your my... Turtles comics, and yeah, yep, yep. yep. I think. So how have you? How I, did you find your way across this landscape, Ben, over the past few years of the podcast? On, well, clearly, I haven't episodes. listened to. <laughs> I haven't listened to anything you've said for a start. So, <laughs> um, but I should. I should. But it's just you know, um, I, I'm trying to be more proactive with my um, spare dollars curing cancer etc but i think it's it's whatever whatever look for me uh say the tonino liberatory stuff was about me at, at being 19 years old and loving the, the work that that he did you know um and it starts from there and i think i think there's kind of like this rolling discovery you have where you focus on something and that 
leads you somewhere else. <laughs> that leads you mm. somewhere else. So there's these doors of opportunity or doors of uh, of um, of investigation that you do because of based on you know whatever that just opens another door and that leads to another you know interest in something and then. Um, social media, like you look at the mega influencers in the comic book world, like Neville, will will certainly, um, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I fucking hate influencers. What you're skipping cues, aren't you? I bet you're skipping cues somewhere. <laughs> I, 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 Ben, Ben, Ben. I recall, I recall us skipping a cue together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did, so, Kevin Eastman. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's talk yes. about that later. And, we did not take and, comics and, out of people's hands, though. We just... No, no, we, we did We, we didn't. just saved time. We didn't. Yeah, we just saved time. And that's the time is a precious commodity where everyone I understand, but it's we didn't deny them opportunity. Which is, yeah, and we had a, we had a we, panel. That's the only reason. Yeah. We did, and we were, we were running, we were rushing to get to that panel, so we couldn't be yeah. two places at once, and they were kind enough don't to facilitate. Don't have to justify it. Don't have to justify it. Anyway, were um, so, so that's it. But like, so okay, if you if you were to answer, you know, your own question here, if you were to interrogate what you had purchased so far, we just had an insight five minutes ago. It's really about your interest, which was Star Wars, which led to you buying the first book, because you're not buying. Holy shit! I feel like reading Captain Marvel. You know, there's not, yeah. there's no, there's no inspiration out of the blue. It comes from somewhere. It comes yeah. from some seed. You know, um, whether it's implanted by a, an unscrupulous um, um, influencer in the industry, or whether it's mm. it's a lot more organic because it's you know how you grew up and it's what you were interested in. Like for me, <clears throat> I'm always, I'm always, I'm cate- like, like, freaking always too late to the party. I'm looking for the word habitually too late to the party because I realize that the things I'm interested in because I'm such a fucking vanilla guy, so many other people are interested in it. It's the same way. So by the time I act, it's always too late, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, fucking He-Man comics would be cool, you know? You should buy, like, okay, let's have a look at it. Oh, shit, what? They've, they've already fucking gone through the roof. You know? And they've been around um, since 1983. <laughs> yes, yeah. And uh, same with, like, Star Wars. Oh, fuck, you know, Star Wars and comics, you know, they feel like they're two different worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Even though they, they occupied the same world, you know, Star Wars comics, the, it was kind of like, as a comic, it was a spin-off from the success of the movies. But then, yeah. you know, by the time we realised, oh, yeah, I really like to just get the first Star Wars comic. What are they worth now? A thousand uh, bucks. No, no, yeah, yeah. no. I grade, I grade thousand. Yeah. Low yeah. grade. Oh, so, grade look, look it's, not, it's, it's, it's still not unbelievable money you know what i mean and like, and i think in principle like star wars is a is a beast of its own because <sighs> um it came to life in comics after the first movie but mm. the the benefit of having had the comic is it ran monthly so after the first movie was done there was a three or four year gap till the second movie but you could still pick up your star wars storyline in the comics so in some cases the, the comic picked up pace from the start of the first movie but at the same yeah. time it, it it picked up and exceeded the movies at one at a certain point in time until the next movie came out and then they they dropped like a mini series just to kind of yeah. retrospectively sort out the storylines and stuff it's um, funny that you, you, you look the, the what's the most expensive star wars comic which is probably from the next generation kind of like that phantom menace type generation yeah, oh, I would say there's a, there's a few really modern ones that's been out in the past yep, seven years. Yep. And my fear with that is Star Wars is already popular, so it sells well. Um, oh. So buying a modern key, as it's called, because it's hot, 
we'll just land you in hot water. Well, excuse mm. the fucking pun there, but um, because of the fact that if, if you didn't buy it off the shelf for five bucks and now it's worth a thousand, don't buy it for a thousand bucks because it's um, you've got five. Yeah. Money, you know what I mean? Especially yeah. considering the fact that you could still uh, pick up the first appearance of Han Solo and Chewbacca for 150 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I was just curious to to sort of like scrutinize the the the, the collectors or the or the, the the motivating forces or the moving forces behind something like that, like a modern key in Star Wars. Because for me, it's it's really that I'm of the old school generation, just like you are. Your is that um, I would just be watch the drop money, right? Well, we, we, now we watch the original films, and you know. I, I think yeah. that, that we're still purist because we still see anything after the original um, trilogy as being kind of these rubbish. Yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But so, the, maybe, maybe you could argue that the best content from the the prequel sort of um, content, if you like, mm-hmm. to, to cross genres, uh, came from sort of the comics and the novels and stuff like that. It certainly wasn't. Yeah, so it was. All of the investigating of the, the backstories of all of these intrigue, you know, interesting mm. characters, where they really fleshed out the universe, happened well outside the the influence of of the movies. Mm. But mm. but it it, 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 it it grew a life of its own, and then you know that really developed the the canon of Star Wars. Yeah, you know, yeah. And retrospectively, people go back to the comics to find the characters that they like from the new movies and TV shows mm-hmm. to find that. And that creates the appeal there. I just checked on, on eBay at the moment. First appearance mm-hmm. of Ahsoka Tano, 9.8, so something for 14,000. That mm-hmm. outsells all of the original Star Wars, probably 10 to 1. That's, right? what, I'm That's what I'm saying. So for me, I don't yeah. even fucking know who that character is. Not it's, that I don't care. She's probably she's probably one of the most loved ones from the animated show. Because she was Clone Wars, yeah? Yeah. 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 So the Clone she Wars. She's a stripy, right? stripy, yeah, stripy yeah, yeah. tent. Yeah. Yep. yep. And she's getting, so again, she's getting her own series soon as well because so, uh, she was in. So again, we're talking about a character that it, at its origins on a TV show transitioned into a comic in 2008. So it's 14 years old. And there you go. 17,000 yep. 17, for a double sign, 9.8. Now, yep. Star Wars 1. From 1977, signed by four people. Oh, where was that listing? Is like eleven thousand. A lot less. Yeah. Six, yeah. There's a six-time sign, including Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill, for twelve thousand. Wow. So you're buying oh, your Carrie, your Clone yeah. Wars wow. character for more mm. than you would buy Star Wars one. For me, I my head doesn't say my head's like fuck that. That no. the yeah. maths yeah. the maths does not work out. Right. <laughs> no. Um, no. So, but see, the, the other thing who, you know, is who are you, who are we to argue with market forces? Though it is what it is, oh, you know. What I mean? is, I'm, I'm sure. I, I'm sure plenty just, of people have made some decent coin out of that. Yeah. Whilst you know. Yeah, I, for me, it's like dog coin versus Bitcoin type of thing. Like it'll mm-hmm. peak now, and ten years from now, or fifteen years from now, it might fade again. Whereas fifteen years from now, Star Wars number one will be fifty years old, and they'll have an anniversary, and it'll peak again. <laughs> so yeah. I'd rather just go for the original characters, the original concept that built that universe, and then expand from there. If I find that in a in a store for hundred bucks, I'll probably buy it. But I won't. Oh, for sure. And then you just stick some acetate on and sketch over the top. Yeah. On the cover. A big shark. Sell it for twenty, one of a kind. Yeah. yeah. So, so my answer to your question, Leanne, and I can't believe we're still on the same fucking question, is 
uh, and I see this on comic pages, and I'm I'm actually delighted by the fact that people join comic pages on Facebook and say, "Hey, I'm new co- to collecting A, B, C, D, E. These are my five yeah. questions." Um, the best part of that is, unlike the toy community where it's toy dedicated pages, where I see people being cunty, people on comic pages are actually generally pretty good. Um, yeah. When you ask questions like that, people will point you. The, the first question is, people will be like. What inspired you to buy comics? Is it a character? Is it a story? Is it a TV show? Is it a theme? Is it something that you've always liked? And based on that, you take that person on a journey to say, well, if you did like Miss Marvel, her original character comes from um, Captain Marvel Comics. She was That was a pre- premiere in her first issue is this. And that'll be 2011 or whatever. And from there, you build your, can you build your collection up? So... <coughs> So all of a sudden, you put like a, a timeline against an interest that somebody might have. And usually what happens if, if say, let's say with the example of Miss Marvel, if you say Miss Marvel and you take them to issue one or the first miniseries that were like 17 issues, if I recall, um, that leads you to a second series, which I think you might might have talked about. How do you know which is which comes from where? That, that um, was going to be my next, yeah. my um, next point um, to raise. And, and chronologically then you actually can discover that but as you read it usually with those type of stories as as it's a corporate company they'll introduce you to other characters and stories so you'll see moon girl and devil dinosaur and you see spider-man and be like oh i like this character i like that character and then you start following them too so um it is like a friday night buying a banky on the corner with some weed (laughs) because as soon as you start they'll be like, oh, my mate over there sells weed as well. And all of a sudden you're buying weed on Thursdays. And, you know, um, all of a sudden you're getting, you've, you've got five or six comics you collect. So it's usually about ele- kind of in understanding what piqued people's interests and then feeding them from there. <laughs> and uh, I think that's what, that's what I've been doing with you for the past few months. And it's Except I have held back from buying Marvel DC image or dark horse for that matter those big ones and only did that well marvel in the classic sense <sighs> spider-mans and all that and you're hypocrite my... your first comic was marvel and then after yeah the, but... after listening to our foreign episode, i'm not talking ended up buying a foreign marvel <laughs> i'm not talking <laughs> my investment purchases i'm talking yeah. the yeah, ones that i actually want to read and, and, and that's fine so, okay so you have a dichotomy between your buying yeah. you have a you have your investment stuff which you know you honestly that's... i don't want to blo- i don't want to blend blow wind up this poor sarsole but you, you would just listen to what neville has because if you had a track history of of investing and paying off it would your portfolio is looking pretty fucking handsome you know what i mean it's like yeah. like we've i know we've gone into a lot of this before of like okay um in, investing in comics as opposed to any other investment in the world have a look at the trajectory on these things and yeah. you know um and and the the, the pitfalls like, like, sure, there's the, the, the shit out of the blue that you see where something just goes apeshit and you've got no idea why because, you know, it's yeah. just the fucking, the algorithm of the, um, the fucking, you know, um, uh, the, what, what do they call it? The, the, what does Elon Musk say? We're living in a fucking simulation. simulation. It's the algorithm yeah. of the simulation. <laughs> um, but I think you are, you are pretty good at picking the pitfalls and picking the winners. And by and large, if I was to scrutinize your portfolio of purchases over the last 10 years, you would have done very well for yourself, Neville. So, you know, if, if, just like That's any bad. other investing house, with you, um, <laughs> if you looked at anything else like that, you would say, well, just, just back this man, you know? But there's the other shit on top of that, which is what we're talking about. It's like, 
okay, there's this interest that transcends just the acquiring of the dollar. They're yeah. just, I want to, I'm going to do this because it gives me a boner, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. But and, you know what? There's nothing wrong with just saying, hey, I just want to be fucking entertained. I want to sit down and mm. spend two hours on a Saturday morning reading a few comics and, and then I'm done until next Saturday. There's nothing wrong with that. And um, if somebody finds that that's the angle they want to pursue and that's what gives them joy, then fucking merit condo mm. that shit. And um, you just explore and elaborate on it. Now, mm. I think that logically leads to like uh, uh, probably a, a load of other questions, not just like how do you get into it, but also where do you find what you need to know to co start mm. collecting and where do you start reading and all that type of stuff, right? Yeah. Because like the Darth Vader that I started with now that I'm pursuing to read, that's the 20, 2015 or 2017. Mm. No, it's a 2015 one. Then there was another series in 2017. I have no idea what they even look like. And then there's a 2020 series, I think. Right. So yeah, it gets, it gets confusing, doesn't got, it? Yeah. Yeah, you've yeah. already got three Darth mm. Vaders. Then we walk into the comic shop on the weekend. I go to the Star Wars box, and you've got about ten different series yeah. of different Star Wars all in one box, and not knowing what really what they're about and how they not necessarily fit in, but relate roughly to each other in a timeline. That yeah. is quite intimidating. It's a yeah. lot of info to have to research mm. before yeah. you actually yeah. pick I think, something yeah, out of the box. I, I think it goes down to like there's a certain aspect of it is prospecting because the thing is your tastes are unique to yourself. You might have people that are a similar taste to yourself, you know, but the 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 what what your absolute preferences are are, are unique to you. Um, so unless unless you're dealing with with some sort of Netflix type algorithm that grooms things based on what you've previously taught. You don't, we don't have that, you know, yeah. it is, it, it's really about prospecting. But mm. I think the beauty about prospecting is that sense of discovery you get when you go, fuck, I love this book, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and you want to share it. We don't want to tell yeah. it. You don't want to tell people about it and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, it's not about um, having, having, having something spoon fed pushed on you. you. Yeah. You, you know, yeah, on yeah. You. yeah. And, but how do you prospect? How do you prospect a Spider-Man when they've got so many different series on yeah. one and, shelf? And I can you tell know? you, yeah, <laughs> how I can do you tell, make sense of that? Yeah, I can tell you. I think that's a, it's a disease in the comic industry that we've got to live with. Is the the publishers anticipate the short attention span of readers, so they need to, they they mitigate the risk of having a series that runs three hundred issues. Or 400 issues, which we had in the Silver Age and the Bronze Age, because there wasn't internet and computer games and shit. They had oh. the they had the focus of readers to say, "I'm going to come back next week." Now they have to compete with everything else. So that's 284 yeah, two, two yeah. in this. Yeah, series, yeah, 284. Yeah, that's Daredevil, right? And and yeah. now they've got to compete with everything else. So what they need to do is reset it, almost like almost like say watching fucking. Walking Dead on TV. There's 10 seasons. Every yep. season's got episode one, episode two, mm. episode three. So their approach has become similar to that where every season they restart at number one. 
And they do that because one, mm. if you didn't like the creative team that worked on the past 12 issues, you're in luck. They're fucking starting again, motherfucker. So yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. it's starting fresh with a new number one and you're going to come back and give it another go. But also because it's number one, people who haven't read it before have been like, oh, I can give it a go because psychologically, I don't need to know the backstory. Although, yeah. that's how they fuck you over because usually you need to know the backstory. <laughs> but it's, it's funny that, that concept, it's psycholog- isn't it? Psychology, right? The, the concept of universes, right? The concept of a universe is that, that, um, that all the rules that you've learned in the previous series apply, but the situations, characters, et cetera, et cetera, are different, yeah. you know? So it's like the Walking Dead universe. Yes, you you understand what the concept is, what the what the origin story is, all mm-hmm. of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And what all you're doing is you're inserting a different situation into the same backdrop that everyone's familiar with. So there's not that that catch up of okay, yeah. what what is possible in this universe? You already yeah, know, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and and I don't know if it's, I don't see it much often anymore, but. They used to have those corny footnotes on comics where if a character has dialogue, say if Wolverine talks to uh, Sabretooth and he's like, well, I'm going to fuck you like you fucked my sister. <laughs> and then there's the editor's note. It says Wolverine fucked his sister in 2013, <laughs> issue 12. <laughs> so so they, they, they do give you the courtesy of being like, well, I know there is a backstory and I can go read it. So if you ever want to know why Wolverine fucked Sabretooth's sister, that's that's why. <laughs> it's an anyway. episode blah blah. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> uh, look, I, I think we we uh it's been a fun fun conversation. It's a good part one. Um is that 40 minutes already? Jim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time flies when you're blowing friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my head stayed above the table at all times. <laughs> that's right. But thanks I've just for joining been marveling us. at your majestic pussy behind your head. <laughs> Is gone now. <laughs> I thought it was a stuffed yeah. cat for a while until it moved. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. under the table. Yeah. <laughs> <Is> it, <laughs> your pussy it's roll around. The peanut, licking the peanut butter you left out for it. I'm not drunk enough for this yet. <laughs> all right. All right. Talk to you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> good Have on you, good man. One. Good chatting, Leon. Right. See you in part two. Part two. Yeah. Part two. Bye. Bye. Bye.